Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Friday, August the 28th, 2020. So our reading for today is Psalm 51. It's a psalm that David wrote and prayed when he uh, was found out for having slept with Bathsheba and murdering her husband. And so he writes these words of confession. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner when my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For for you have no delight in sacrifice, And if I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O Lord, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. So yeah, this passage is a passage that talks about sin and uh, how we and David tend to be controlled by this thing we call sin. We seem to just be born uh, with a proclivity, with this just leaning towards sin. And uh, David here has experienced this. He has failed miserably, and now he is confessing he's repenting and one of the things i want to point out is that that phrase that the sacrifices acceptable to god are a broken heart and a contrite spirit that's what henry Nouwen's going to get into today is this kind of continual posture before god where we are not um proud where we don't try to uh prove our worth to god if you will but where we are broken and contrite where we see um, the sin that, that exists in us, where we see the places where we fail and we confess those things to God. So here's his devotion for today. Knowing Jesus, reading his words, 
and praying create an increasing clarity about evil and good, sin and grace, Satan and God. This clarity calls me to choose the way to light fearlessly and straightforwardly. The more I come to know Jesus, the more I realize how many such choices have to be made and how often they involve so much more than my public acts. And he's talking about those outward acts of sin that other people see. They touch the deepest recesses of the heart where my most private thoughts and fantasies are hidden. So he's talking about now these inner attitudes and these inner um, inclinations and the inner thoughts that sometimes are displeasing to God that no one else would know about. Reflecting on my life, I saw how opaque it has been. I often did one thing while saying another, said one thing while thinking another, thought one thing while feeling another. I found many examples of which I had even lied to myself. How to go from this opaqueness to transparency? A transparent life is a life without moral ambiguities in which heart and mind and gut are united in choosing for the light. I'm discovering the importance of naming the darkness in me. That's a very important point for this morning. By no longer calling the darkness anything else but darkness, the temptation to keep using it for my own selfish purposes gradually becomes less. A hard task is given to me to call the darkness darkness, evil evil, and the demon demon. By remaining vague, I can avoid commitment and drift along in the mainstream of our society. But Jesus does not allow me to stay there. He requires a clear choice for truth, light, and life. When I recognize my countless inner compromises, I may, be feel, I may feel guilty and ashamed at first. But when this leads to repentance in a contrite heart, I will soon discover the immense love of God who came to lead me out of the darkness and into the light and who wants to make me into a transparent witness of his love. So one of the things I think is really, really important about this devotion today, and I know it was a lot of scripture and it was a lot of Henry Nouwen's little devotional. It was a little longer than normal, is the idea of naming the darkness in us. So many times what we're tempted to do is to justify the darkness in us, to say, oh, I'm really not that bad. Uh, oh, the things that I, I think, the bitterness within me, uh, it's, it's not really going to cause much harm. But uh, what Henry Nouwen says is exactly the opposite, to name darkness for what it is. It is darkness. And even um, those inner thoughts and those inner attitudes Um, the darkness within us as we begin to name them. It's a beautiful thing. I like to think of it like this. If you can imagine that that the light of God, okay, so God is light, Scripture tells us. This this immense light of God shines down upon you. And and there you stand. There we stand, all of us, uh, before God's holiness, just kind of naked in the light. We're just, everything is exposed. Our inner thoughts, our inner feelings, our inner turmoils, the things that other people don't see our inner attitudes. It's all exposed. And it's, it's just out there for everyone to see. Now, so many times we try to mask it. Uh, we try to downplay it. We try to act like those things aren't there. But what Henry Nouwen saying and what I've, I've found to be true in my own life is if we can ever name it and just be honest about it, and, and really it's, it's obvious to God and to us, these things, 
if we ever slow down long enough to actually uh, think deeply about ourselves. Um, these things become obvious. But what, what Isaiah found in Isaiah chapter 6, and you can read this, he finds himself in this glory of God, and he finds himself saying, Woe is me, because I'm a man of unclean lips. And he says, And I live among a people of unclean lips. And, and the amazing thing is that God takes a coal from the altar and touches Isaiah's lips. Isaiah does nothing about his own sin. He, he, he just confesses it. He's honest with it. And what God does is God takes this coal from the altar and touches Isaiah's lips and says, See, your guilt is atoned for. Your sin is forgiven. God shows Isaiah mercy. And this is exactly what Henry Nouwen says. Our, our instinct is that if we show anyone, even God, those places in us that we are unproud of, that we are ashamed of, those places we would call sin, those places where we, we uh, have hate and evil and malice, uh, our fear is that God will smite us, like on the movie Bruce Almighty, smite me, almighty oh smiter. Like God will just strike us down, but what we find is that God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. So today... Maybe what we could do on this Friday is simply stop for a little bit and to be honest with God about some things in our life that maybe we avoid talking about with anyone, even God and maybe especially God. And what we would find is this God who is not like the God we've imagined, the God who's keeping score, the God who's like a judge about to sentence us to some, some form of punishment. But what we find is that we have a merciful and gracious God who actually forgives us. And this is what David finds out, that, that God is this merciful God who will wash away his sin. God is this merciful God who forgives his iniquities. Um, and he says, here's what God really wants, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. That's the thing that God will not despise. And what we often go for is the exact opposite, pride and uh, justification. We justify ourselves and uh, the old cover-up. So today I would encourage you just to be as real and honest with God as you can be and to realize that you have a loving, forgiving uh, God who, who is not going to smite you when you are real and honest but instead, you will experience the grace and mercy of God. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.